Hare Krishna. One second. You got to give me um, a second because I just need to set up this webcam all right because it's not <laughs> um, ideal. Just give me a second here. भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम ज्ञानतिमिरांधस्य ज्ञानांजनशलाकया चक्षुर्मेलितं येन तस्मै श्रीगुरवे नमः श्री चैतन्य मनोभीष्टं स्थापितं येन भूतले स्वयं रूपः कदामह्यं ददाति स्वपदान्तिकं वंदेहम श्री गुरो श्री युतपदकमलम श्री गुरुन वैष्णवांश्च श्री रूपम साग्रजातम सगण रघुनाथान्वितं दम सजीवं साद्वैतं सावधूतं परिजन सहितं कृष्ण चैतन्य देवं श्री राधा कृष्ण पादान सहगण ललिता श्री विशाखान्वितांश्च हे कृष्ण करुणा सिंधो दीन बंधो जगतपते गोपेश गोपिकाकांत राधाकांत नमोस्तुते तप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरि प्रिये वाछाकल्पतरुभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतिता पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नम नमो ओं विष्णुपादाय कृष्ण प्रेष्ठा भूतले श्रीमते भक्तिवेदातस्वामीनामिने नमस्ते सारस्वती देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषून्यवादी पाश्चातिणे जय श्रीकृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु निद्वैतगदाधर श्रीवासादिगौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा कृष्ण कृष्णा हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे सॉरी देर वॉज देर वॉज अ कैमरा एडजस्टमेंट दस्ट बी डन दैट हैड टू बी डन सो टुडेज टॉपिक इज भगवद गीता चैप्टर फोर टेक्स थ्री इट्स अ वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट वर्स So just before we proceed let's see if the live stream is all right i think yeah so i'm sorry for that little bit of uh, 
<coughs> problem with the camera there. Alright, so we'll proceed on to the verse. Bhagavad Gita chapter 4 text 3. So we will chant the word word to word and please repeat after me. <coughs> Saha Eva Ayam Maya Te Adya Yogaha Proktaha Puratanaha Bhaktaha Asi Me Sakha Cha Iti Rahasyam Hi Etat Uttamam <clears throat> so we'll chant line by line. Please repeat after me. Saevayam mayatedya Yogaha proktaha puratanaha Bhakto sime sakacheti. Rahasyam hietaduttamam Saevayam mayatedya Yoga haproktaha puratanaha Bhakto sime sakacheti Rahasyam hietaduttamam Saevayam mayatedya Yoga haproktaha puratanaha Bhakto sime sakacheti Rahasyam hietaduttamam Saha, the same Eva, certainly Ayam, this Maya, by me Te, unto you Adya, today Yoga the signs of yoga, proktaha, spoken, puratana, very old, bhaktaha, devotee, asi, you are, me, my, sakha, friend, cha, also, iti, therefore, rahasyam, mystery, he, certainly, etat, this, uttamam, transcendental. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada Kichai. <coughs> Translation, that very ancient science of the relationship with the Supreme is today told by me to you because you are my devotee as well as my friend and can therefore understand the transcendental mystery of this science. Very important. <coughs> so many words here are very important. So we'll read the purport. It's a very short purport and then we will go through the whole verse. Purport. There are two classes of men, namely the devotee and the demon. The Lord selected Arjuna as the recipient of this great science owing to his being a devotee of the Lord. But for the demon, it is not possible to understand this great mysterious science. There are a number of editions of this great book of knowledge. Some of them have commentaries by the devotees and some of them have commentaries by the demons. Commentation by the devotees is real, 
whereas that of the demons is useless. Arjuna accepts Sri Krishna as the Supreme Personality of Godhead and any commentary on the Gita following in the footsteps of Arjuna is real devotional service to the cause of this great science. The demonic, however, do not accept Lord Krishna as he is. Instead, they concoct something about Krishna and mislead general readers from the path of Krishna's instructions. Here is a warning about such misleading paths. One should try to follow the disciplic succession from Arjuna and thus be benefited by this great science of Srimad Bhagavad Gita. <clears throat> so if we go to this Sanskrit, Sa eva ayam maya te adhya yoga prokta puratana. So, yoga prokta puratana. Prokta means explaining, right? Prokta means spoken. So, yoga prokta puratana. So, Krishna is speaking or explaining the same signs that was spoken puratana that I spoke to Sun God, Krishna saying. So, he is not inventing anything new. Uh, it's the same thing that has always been there. This is called Sanatan Dharma. Sanatan Dharma means the the science doesn't change. The Dharma doesn't, the religion doesn't change. Some people say, oh, Bhagavad Gita is 5000 years old. That was in Dvapara Yuga, Kali Yuga. We have to have a different version of Bhagavad Gita. No? no, the same thing will work. Nothing has to change. Hmm. <clears throat> so, Yoga Prokta Puratana. Unlike the materialistic scientists, they say, one thing today and then 10 years later there was another thing. So that that cannot help. Because like the Darwin's theory of evolution, it was, oh, once upon a time, you know, he got a Nobel Prize for that, Charles Darwin. And then after that, it was debunked by the scientific community themselves. And some people still accept it though. And in that way, every time there is a theory and then some other theory comes and then ousts this theory, in this way, is going on and on. So they need to change so many things, you know. But Sanatan Dharma means Sanatan means eternal. It's always true, <coughs> no matter what. It doesn't change. So with time, it doesn't change. If anything can change with time, that is not Sanatan. For example, the Mayavad philosophy. That is not Sanatan. There is nothing Sanatan about it. First of all, it is a misconception, misconceived religion. Um, of course, personally ordered by Lord Narayana to Lord Shiva and Lord Shiva did it in the form of Shankaracharya. He explained the Vedas in a distorted way. And it was only a timely necessity, not an eternal religious principle. So that is not Sanatan Dharma. And also, the Sanatan nature of the soul is not understood in that um, in that philosophy, Mayavad philosophy, because they say that when you become liberated, then you have to become one with the Lord. So you end your individuality. Whereas, if you see in the two or twelve of Bhagavad Gita, Natvevaham jatunasam natvam neme sarve param. Krishna is saying. Never was there a time when I did not exist, nor you, nor all these kings, nor in the future shall any of us cease to be. So he's saying that we are all Sanatana. In the past we always have existed. Now we are existing as separate individuals and in the future we will continue to exist. And he used the first person, second person and third person here. That means the variety of persons 
it's not that we all are one you know we were one before now we are um, as individuals in the future we will become one no he said all we you know when i did not exist nor you that means never was there a time when you did not exist and i did not exist so i and you this distinction also has existed since in time immemorial and all these kings which are in the third person i is first person you is second person they are in the plural third person so all everybody that includes not just these kings but all of um, all souls put together so every one of us will always stay nahanyate hanyamane sharire and even at the um, what is that so called kaivalyam uh, the oneness you know with the god and we lose our individuality that is complete um, uh, nonsense because it is nowhere supported in the shastra at all <clears throat> so of course um sankracharya did that to bewilder the atheists especially the buddhist followers who were in india and his contribution was that he established the vedas and um driven out he had driven out the buddhism outside the borders of india so the vedas came back to the fore so but he preached a philosophy similar to the buddhism so therefore um that was ha- that happened so that is not a sanatan dharma that is not an eternal religious principle but this the vedas are eternal they always existed and they will always exist and at all times nothing will change in them so the lord is sanatan his abode is sanatan we are sanatan and our transaction between us and the lord the devotional service that is also sanatan so that devotional service which will not be stopped at the time of death it will just continue that is sanatan now um if if i call myself a hindu for example now that is a designation that is not sanatan or if i call myself a muslim christian or buddhist or atheist these are all designations and this different different religious you know uh, this thing is all designations <clears throat> because after i die suppose next life i become a cat now am i a hindu or a muslim or a christian or a buddhist or what so that that identification that i am a hindu or i am a this i am indian i am a woman i am a man all these identifications will be finished with the body so they are not sanatan dharma sanatan dharma means even if we are a dog or a bird or an insect that relationship between us and the lord is never cut off that is sanatan that is always there which will never be extinguished no matter what our position is no matter what we will be in which form of life we take our birth it doesn't matter so that is sanatan so it is not stopped at any time so that is sanatan dharma <clears throat> only thing is that whether we remember or forget it that's it most of i mean most the vast majority of the population in the material world they have forgotten that you know the krishna's devotees we have also forgotten only by prabhu's mercy have we come in contact with the krishna consciousness again otherwise we all are you know we all forgot that we were krishna's eternal servants so that is forgetfulness but the fact doesn't change whereas if i call myself a hindu now if i die and become take birth in a muslim family now i'm muslim so or even in this life if i am from hindu i become a christian then that is again it's changed already so i can change myself from this to that this to that this to that but so that is not eternal so these designations are not eternal but the underlying principle that we are always children of krishna and we will never be anything other than parts and parcels of krishna 
that is eternal so to cultivate that dharma to go back to the devotional service of the lord that is sanatan dharma if we go back to this verse here so saevayam mayatadhi yoga prokta puratana the same old and he only mentioned the vivas um, one the sun god but that is not the only time again he spoke that was just the last time he spoke for us the last time he spoke was 5000 years ago and in the bhagavad gita he said the last time i spoke was to the sun god about few millennials ago but even that is not the first time he spoke <clears throat> he spoke way before that many 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 times every time that's why he says fourth chapter every time there is a discrepancy in religious practice he will come yada yada hi dharmasya glanir bhavati bharata abhyutthanam dharmasya tadatmanam srijamyaham whenever and wherever there is a decline in religious practice or descendant of bharata and the predominant rise of irreligion at that time i descend myself see he comes every time and every time he does this you see next verse again we will see <clears throat> 4.8 paritranaya sadhunam vinashaya chaduskritam dharma samsthapanarthaya sambhavami yuge yuge to deliver the pious and to annihilate the miscreants as well as to reestablish the principles of religion i myself appear millennium after millennium see that three things he does to deliver the pious and i let the miscreants and to reestablish the principles of religion so that reestablishing the principles of religion is by the scriptures or like bhagavad gita see he explained this in the we can see here see shrimad shrimad bhagavatam canto 11 chapter 1 text 6 and text 6 and 7 see <clears throat> स्वमूर्त्यालोकलावण्यमुक्त्यालोचनमृणाीर्भिस्ताहस्मरताश्वर all beautiful things emanate from him and his personal form is so attractive that it steals the eyes away from all other objects which then seem devoid of beauty in comparison to him when lord krishna was on the earth he attracted the eyes of all people when krishna spoke his words attracted the minds of all who remembered them by seeing the footsteps of lord krishna people became attracted to him and thus they wanted to offer their bodily activities to the lord as his followers In this way Krishna very easily spread his glories which are sung throughout the world by the most sublime and essential Vedic verses. Lord Krishna considered that simply by hearing and chanting those glories conditioned souls born in the future would cross beyond the darkness of ignorance. Being satisfied with this arrangement he left for his desired destination. You see? So he he made an arrangement and he was satisfied with that. What arrangement? that these glories that krishna easily spread when he was personally present will be available for people to chant and hear about in the future that means he left dharma samsthapanartha means to reestablish the principles of religion and the principle of religion what is that sarva dharman parityajyam mame kamsharanam vraja aham tvam sarva papebhyo moksha ishyami ma suchah 
that we have to surrender to Krishna and take shelter of him and he will rid us of all sinful reactions. So our real uh, dharma is, that's why he says, Sarva dharma don't think that these other things are your real dharma, your so-called duties that you have so-called created in this world. No, your real duty is to surrender to Krishna. And Krishna reminded us of that real dharma, Sanatan dharma. And that is what real religion is all about. And he left it uh, in the form of a book, in the form of Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam especially, apart from the other Vedic literatures, for our guidance. And he was satisfied with this arrangement. See, that is how Dharma Samsthapanartha is not just for the time he was there physically, but for all time. For all time. So he left these books. So therefore, in the Bhagavatam it is said, first canto, third chapter, 43rd verse, Krishne Svadhamo Pagate Dharma Jnana Dibhisaha Kalau Nashtadrashamesha Puranarko Dhuno Ditaha. This Bhagavat Puran is as brilliant as the sun and it has risen just after the departure of Lord Krishna to his own abode, accompanied by religion, knowledge, etc. So this Bhagavat Puran has arisen just after the departure of Lord Krishna. So that his presence is not missed. One who reads the Bhagavatam will never miss Krishna. No. Like you miss somebody when you're not now in lockdown, people can't meet each other and they miss each other. So now we are locked down in this material world and we, you know, are unable to meet Krishna. But by reading Bhagavatam, we will never miss him. So just it has arisen just after the departure of Lord Krishna to his own abode, accompanied by religion, knowledge, etc. People who have lost their vision due to the dense darkness of Kali, of ignorance in this age of Kali, shall get light from this Purana. So he made all these arrangements and he was satisfied with them. Then he went. So therefore, when we discuss these things in our life, you know, we discuss about Krishna consciousness, that's when we will become happy, <clears throat> completely happy. Uh, his glories are being sung even today all over the world because of his books and especially because of his devotees who have revealed his books. His books has been there. I mean, the Bhagavad Gita was there, the Bhagavatam was there. But why not so many devotees are there? Or were there now comparatively? I mean, comparatively, we have so many devotees all over the world. So how was that possible? Because of his devotee. That's why in the today's verse, <clears throat> the next line says, "See, bhakto sime sakhacheti rahasyam hetaduttamam." The secret of the signs that I spoke then, millions of years in the past. And now, Arjuna, the secret of this can be understood by you because you are my devotee and friend. Therefore, you can understand this. Otherwise, a non-devotee can never understand. That's why I'm. That's why I'm explaining it to you. Why I chose you, Arjuna? You are not a brahmachari. You are not a sannyasi. You are not a brahmana. You know. In, in you are not a pandit. You are not a scholar. In what way are you qualified? Why did I choose you, Arjuna? Because bhakto se me because you are my devotee as well as my friend. See? Today told to you because you are my devotee as well as my friend and can therefore understand the transcendental mystery of this science. So we have to hear from a devotee like Arjuna. What is a what kind of a devotee is Arjuna? We have discussed this yesterday. Ten or fourteen of Bhagavad Gita. Sarvame O Krishna, 
I totally accept as truth all that you have told me. Neither the demigods nor the demons, O Lord, can understand your personality. So it is. I can never understand you. Not even the demigods can understand. Forget about the demons. Therefore, the only way I can understand you is I just accept whatever you say, and I will do whatever you ask of me. So that is what we should be. And that he said in the 18th chapter. We have seen that also yesterday. Arjuna said, My dear Krishna, O infallible one, my illusion is now gone. I have regained my memory by your mercy. I am now firm and free from doubt and I am prepared to act according to your instructions. So not only did he accept whatever Krishna said, but he also said that I will do whatever you say, Krishna. That's it. So, a devotee like Arjuna, he can understand this Rahasyam. Rahasyam Hetaduttamam. So, this is... Uh, so, we have to listen from such a devotee. And Prabhupada is like that. He is coming in the authorized parampara. Evam parampara praptam imam rajar sheo viduhu. So, that is what yesterday we have learnt. So, in this parampara system, who is coming... Authorized bona fide acharya, he is uh, the bona fide acharya, and from him we have to listen. Then we will understand the whole science as it is, and we can benefit. And if also not just accepting, but also following, following all those instructions that are given therein, we have to follow. Then we can make uh, uninterrupted progress in devotional service. Now, an important part in today's verse is that. <clears throat> Sorry. Okay. Not even this. This one, four dot three. So, um, Prabhupada is saying here that a non-devotee can never understand. So, therefore, we should never read from those non-devotees. We have also seen this yesterday that they have kamsa mentality. Kamsa wanted to always kill Krishna. He sent various agents to kill Krishna and then he personally also tried to kill Krishna. But ultimately he was devoured. So the same thing is going to happen to these people. But those who listen to them, they will also meet with the same end as them, the leaders. So therefore we should be very careful not to hear the signs of Bhagavad Gita from anybody else except the devotees. Because we will never enter into this Rahasyam. Although we may hear from Sanskrit scholars may write commentaries on the Bhagavad Gita. If they are not devotees, they themselves wouldn't understand and those who read their commentaries also wouldn't understand. This will be the result. So therefore, we should always be very careful to hear from an authorized devotee. And Srila Prabhupada is that we don't have to search out anymore. By Krishna's mercy, Prabhupada's presence is everywhere. His books are everywhere. So you can pick up his book and start reading. Now, the next thing, important thing is he said here, Krishna is saying, Yoga Prokta Puratanaha. I am speaking to you this science because you are my devotee and therefore you can understand this mystery. Now, even if Krishna does not speak, if Krishna wants to hide, a devotee is so powerful that he can, even then, he can understand the secret. 
it it doesn't require krishna to even speak because even without speaking the devotee i mean krishna can never hide from his devotee i'll show you now a um, few verses from the chaitanya charitamrita where this is explained adilila chapter 3 Actually, we will go to verse. Okay, you see this. Chaitanya Charitamrita Adilila, chapter three, verse eighty-six onwards, about five to six verses. Beautiful verses. We should understand this nicely, <clears throat> because not only when the lord speaks but also if he doesn't speak and if he chooses to hide if he tries his best to hide he cannot hide from his devotees this is one thing krishna cannot do because krishna is all powerful he can do anything <laughs> but still he cannot hide from his devotees he fails always he fails to hide from his devotees now you see this is the verse in bengali dekhiyana dekhe jata abhaktere gan abhaktere gan ulukena dekhe yena suryer kiran But faithless unbelievers do not see what is clearly evident, just as owls do not see the rays of the sun. Owls do not <laughs> rays of the sun because they close their eyes at that time and they open their eyes very wide, big eyes at night. So these people are like that. Those who are non-devotees, non-believers, they are owls. Owls, because they open their eyes so wide at night, big eyes. You know, but then in the day they were close. So the rays of the sun are so bright and illuminating everything, but they can't take advantage of it. They cannot see what is clearly evident. This is so nice verse. This is true of those people. Like I, I, I think of you know what is going on in Iskon. Like how clearly Sri Prabhupada actually um, left the instructions. What is so clearly evident, faithless unbelievers do not see. Just as owls do not see the rays of the sun, it is so nice verse. So next verse. Anyway, now we are talking about Krishna. So even Krishna, you know, like that, they cannot. Even if Krishna comes directly in front of them, they cannot understand. You know. Now next verse. This is from um, Yamunacharya. Very nice verses. This and another verse also comes after this. Adilila three dot eighty seven. Tvam shila rupa charitaihi parama prakritstaihi. सत्वेन सात्विकतया बलबैश्च शास्त्रैः प्रख्यात दैव परमार्थ विदामतैश्च नैवासुर प्रकृतया प्रभवन्ति बोधम ओ माय लॉर्ड दोस इन्फ्लुएंस्ड बाय डेमोनिक डेमोनियक प्रिंसिपल्स कैन नॉट रियलाइज यू ऑल्दो यू आर क्लियरली द सुप्रीम बाय डिंट ऑफ योर एग्जाल्टेड एक्टिविटीज फॉर्म्स कैरेक्टर एंड अनकॉमन पावर which are confirmed by all the revealed scriptures in the quality of goodness and the celebrated transcendentalists in the divine nature see this is a verse from stotra ratna 12th verse of yamanacharya the spiritual master of ramanujacharya the the non devotees can never know krishna see सत्वेन सात्विकतया प्रलबैश्च शास्त्रे सात्विक शास्त्रस इवन इवन इन द शास्त्रस देयर आर सात्विक शास्त्र 
Rajasik Shastra and Tamasik Shastra, even among Vedic literatures. So, even the Puranas, six of them are in the Sattvic Puranas, then the Rajasik Puranas, then Tamasik Puranas. So, those, even in the Tamasik, Tamasik mode of ignorance, they also can take advantage of these Shastras and slowly elevate themselves. It's not that those Puranas teach mode of ignorance. No, they teach the people in the mode of ignorance how to rise themselves up, raise themselves up. So, that is the Puranas. So, they are meant for. That's why there is this um, rule where if somebody wants to eat meat, they can do so by <clears throat> offering the goat to Kali and then eat it. So, this is not meant for the Sattvic people, but this is meant for the Tamasic people. So, at least they start somewhere, sacrifice, not just, you know, widespread slaughter every day. No, only once a month on the dark moon night, you have to offer the goat to Kali and that to outside the city precincts in the Kali temple, which is in the usually in the outskirts in the forest area. And you have to go there and, you know, um, offer Bali. In one stroke, you have to kill the animal. And before you kill the animal, you have to say that now I am killing you. So, you have the right to kill me in your next life. So, after saying all these horrible things, after doing all these horrible things, then you can eat it. So, the whole idea is to, um, what is that? Uh, discourage those who are actually eating flesh. So, like that. But the same rule, although it is mentioned that you have to, you know, sacrifice the goat for Kali, this is not meant to be followed by the sattvic devotees of Vishnu. So, like that. So, especially the sattvic, sattvikataya, is that? Sattvena Sattvikataya Pralabhaishcha Shastraihi So you see, so the Sattvik Shastras, they all proclaim this truth about you. But you cannot be found out by demoniac people. Next. We will go through the purport also. It is good to know this because it is in the same topic. So purport, this is a verse from the Stotra Ratna 12 of Yamanacharya. I think Stotra Ratna has 62 verses total. This is another uh, series that must be learned. This is one of my wish list. <laughs> like Mukundamala Stotra. This is another very nice uh, Stotra, actually. Stotra Ratna. In fact, Bhaktivinoda Thakur, many of his songs are based on the Stotra Ratna verses of Yamanacharya. You know that? Um, especially 27 of the 62. Um, though 27 verses were um, the seed of inspiration for Bhaktivinoda Thakur's songs. They were based, all the moods of surrender and humility that were exhibited in Bhaktivinoda Thakur songs were inspired by the Stotra Ratna of Yamanacharya. So, um, this is from the Stotra Ratna. The authentic scriptures describe the transcendental activities, features, form and qualities of Krishna and Krishna himself explains in the Bhagavad Gita. Sorry, Krishna explains himself in the Bhagavad Gita, the most authentic scripture in the world. He is further explained in Srimad Bhagavatam which is considered the explanation of the Vedanta Sutra. Lord Krishna is accepted as a Supreme Personality of Godhead by these authentic scriptures, not simply by Vox Populi. It means by popular vote or by majority opinion. No. It is not at all the criterion for accepting something as authorized or not. No. Sometimes they say, oh, how can, you know, um, two billion people lie? Yeah, they all can lie because everybody is in illusion here and everybody will talk nonsense. We will go back to the nonsense verse and come back. What is the nonsense verse? <laughs> the verse is not nonsense, but it it's, it explains what is nonsense, how we are nonsense, rather. So, 2.5.13 of Srimad Bhagavatam, Vilajjamana yayasya sthatu mikshapathe muya vimohita vikathante mama hammit durdhiyaha. This vikathante means nonsense. Talk nonsense. You see, vikathante. Talk nonsense. 
the illusory energy of the lord cannot take precedence being ashamed of her position but those who are bewildered by her always talk nonsense being absorbed in the thoughts of it is i and it is mine so because they talk nonsense they praise people who are also nonsense ಶ್ರಖರೈಹಸಂಸ್ತುತಃಪುರುಷಃಪಶುಹೋಸ್ಟ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣ surrendering to them with body mind and words so they will insult such devotees but they will praise they will very eagerly praise those who are never listening to the uh, to krishna's topics so these are people who talk nonsense okay so therefore vox populi the people of this world majority of them are just they do not know about the supremacy of krishna so their opinion doesn't matter at all we accept krishna not because of vox populi but because of the authentic scriptures and the acharyas who are very rare by the way hmm, what is that mukta nama api siddhanam narayana parayanah sudurlabha prashantatma koti shwapi mahamune even among mahamunis muni is one thing muni is a philo- philosopher but even among mahamunis great philosophers they are very even among millions of such great philosophers a devotee is very very hard to find you see this in the shrimad bhagavatam this is said oh great sage among many millions who are liberated and perfect in knowledge of liberation one may be a devotee of lord narayana or krishna such devotees who are fully peaceful are extremely rare so we're not talking about majority opinion here we're talking about absolute minority opinion of the sages we are about not even about majority or minority we are about qualified opinion opinion by qualified people just like suppose um you know in news channels you will you are going to, you are seeing this nowadays that you know because of this covid situation because of this covid situation they will bring on some experts some doctors some scientists some bio you know uh, whatever doctors i think <laughs> so they call them on and then they have an interview with them okay you are expert and you know, what, what is going on with this covid situation what do you think when will the vaccine be ready or you know what do you, what can you expect when is the curve going to flatten and all these things so, so they ask these opinions from an expert they don't ask the people um can you vote when will this um, coronavirus be you know over what is the point of asking the people they don't know anything you have to ask the expert the expert will tell you okay what is going on and what to be expect what is to be expected and how to you know control the situation and everything so any this is just one example of covid 19 but anywhere in whichever uh, subject the experts have to be consulted not the general vox populi so similarly the experts in the science of krishna jai krishna tatva vetta shai guru hoy so one who knows the science of krishna he has to be consulted not the majority of people who don't know anything at all in the modern age a certain class of fools think that they can vote anyone into the position of god 
as they can vote a man into the position of a political executive head. But the transcendental supreme personality of Godhead is perfectly described in the authentic scriptures. In the Bhagavad Gita, the Lord says that only fools deride him, thinking that anyone can speak like Krishna. See, let us explain. 9-11. It's a very easy verse to remember because the number is number is a, you know, it's a, it's a number of fools because 9-11, you know what happened in 2001, right? So, this 9-11 verse Avajananti mamudha manushintanumashritam param bhavamajananto mamabhuta maheshwaram Fools deride me when I descend in the human form. They do not know my transcendental nature as the supreme lord of all that be. So, when Krishna comes, they will deride him. They will, you know, so much criticism for him when he comes. Before we proceed further, I just want to check the status of the live stream if everything is all right. <laughs> okay. I think it's all right. Okay. We'll go on with our session. So, fools deride me. So, coming, going back to the explanation there. Only the fools and rascals deride the Supreme Personality of Godhead Lord Krishna. Such fools take it upon themselves to write commentaries on the Bhagavad Gita without an attitude of service to the Lord. Consequently, they cannot properly distinguish between the word bhajanti and the word worship. You know, worship, bhajanti, bhajanti means devotional service. It is more than just worship. Worship, you can worship anybody. Like, if somebody, a politician can give me some favors that I want, I will worship him, I will flatter him, I will do anything. That is also worship. So, worship can be official, but devotional service, that is a very, um, that is only reserved for the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The culmination of all kinds of yoga practices lies in Bhakti Yoga. All other yogas are but means to come to the point of Bhakti and Bhakti Yoga. Yoga actually means Bhakti Yoga. All other yogas are progressions toward the destination of Bhakti Yoga. Bhakti Yoga is the pure yoga. Every Karma Yoga, Jnana Yoga, this is all Karma Mishra Bhakti, Jnana Mishra Bhakti. You know that? Mishra means mixed it's a mixture it's a alloy you know alloy alloy is a mixture of metals so that's why Prabhupada always uses the phrase unalloyed devotion unalloyed means there is no contamination of karma or jnana in that whereas karma yoga means you're still stuck with the karma you know you have to work and you know you're in this you're deal with this material world but then you're using the results to offer it to krishna and slowly elevate yourself higher so that is karma yoga so it is karma mixed with bhakti then go to the higher stage, Jnana mixed with Bhakti. But when we come to Bhakti Yoga, that is actually pure Yoga. That is the actual Yoga that when you say Yoga, it actually means Bhakti Yoga. But the other things are percentage. Bhakti Yoga is 100% Yoga and others are Mishra. You know, percentage, how much we sacrifice to Krishna. That much percentage. Yatha so, actually, this is also explained in the Chaitanya Charitamrita and other places, but I'm just going to... <clears throat> so, fools deride me. So, when we go back here, well, the transcendental supreme personality of Godhead is perfectly described in the authentic scriptures. In the Bhagavad Gita, the Lord says that only fools deride him, thinking that anyone can speak like Krishna. Even according to historical references, Krishna's activities are most uncommon. 
Krishna has affirmed, I am God and he has acted accordingly. Mayavadis think that everyone can claim to be God, but that is their illusion, for no one else can perform such extraordinary activities as Krishna. When he was a child on the lap of his mother, he killed the demon Putana. Then he killed the demons Trinavarta, Vatsasura, Baka. When he was a little more grown up, he killed demons Akhasura and Vrishabhasura. That is Arishtasura. So, therefore, God is God from the very beginning. The idea that someone can become God by meditation is ridiculous. By hard endeavor, one may realize his godly nature, but he will never become God. The Asuras or demons who think that anyone can become God are condemned. The authentic scriptures are compiled by personalities like Vyasadeva, Narada, Asita and Parashara who are not ordinary men. All the followers of Vedic way, Vedic way of life have accepted these per- famous personalities whose authentic scriptures conform to the Vedic literature. Nevertheless, the demoniac do not believe their statements and they purposely oppose the Supreme Personality of Godhead and his devotees. Today, it is fashionable for common men to write whimsical words as so-called incarnations of God and be accepted as authentic by other common men. This demoniac mentality is condemned in the 7th chapter of Bhagavad Gita wherein it is said that those who are miscreants and the lowest of mankind, who are fools and asses, <laughs> cannot accept the Supreme Personality of Godhead because of their demoniac nature. They are compared to ulukas or owls who cannot open their eyes in the sunlight. Because they cannot bear the sunlight, they, they hide themselves from it and never see it. They cannot believe that there is such illumination. Perfect example, Uluka. Next verse. <laughs> These few verses are nectar actually. Apana lukaite Krishna nana jatna kare tathapi tahara bhakta janaya tahare. Lord Sri Krishna tries to hide himself in various ways, but nevertheless, his pure devotees know him as he is. See, today's verse, why I am showing you this? Because today's verse, Krishna said, because you are my devotee, I am explaining this to you so that you can understand. But even if he doesn't explain, even if he tries to hide, he the devotee will understand. Because of by the strength of his devotion, um, the Lord cannot hide from him. Now, next, this is the next verse of, from the Stotra Ratna, 13th verse. Ullanghita trividhasima samatishai Sambhavanam tava parivradhimas vabhavam Maya balena bhavatapi niguhyamanam Pashyanti kechidanisham vadananya bhava This is so beautiful. Oh my lord, everything within material nature is limited by time, space and thought. Your characteristics, however, being unequaled and unsurpassed, are always transcendental to such limitations. You sometimes cover such characteristics by your own energy, but nevertheless, your unalloyed devotees are always able to see you under all circumstances. (laughs) Even if he wears a costume, even if he tries to hide himself in so many ways. In other words, the Lord cannot play hide-and-seek with his devotees. Or rather, he cannot hide from his devotees because the, the devotees will always seek him out. So, this is this verse is also quoted from the Stotra Ratna 13 of Yamunacharya. Everything covered by the influence of Maya is within the limited boundaries of space, time and thought. The, what is that? Theory of, theory of Relativity by Albert Einstein. That is concerning space and time. But he missed out one more 
very big um, thing called thought because he considered things moving at the speed of light and how it warps the movement of time but then he he forgot the mind which is even more subtle and powerful than the speed of light because the mind is so fast that the speed of light cannot actually catch up with that so everything in this world is is within space is within time uh, time and within thought that means there is nothing beyond this thing in this material world <clears throat> so i mean that's what we can conceive space time and thought but what is you see your characters however being unequal and unsurpassed are always transcendental to such limitations therefore the lord is called adhokshacha he cannot be suppressed or captured by our limited space time and thought or our senses but for the lord i mean for the devotee preman jana churita bhakti vilochanena santas sadaiva hridayeshu vilokayanti yamshama sundaram achinte gunasvarupam govindamadi purusham tamaham bhajami 5.38 of brahma samhita i worship govinda the primeval lord who is sham sundar krishna himself with inconceivable innumerable attributes whom the pure devotees see in their heart of hearts with the eye of devotion tinged with the salve of love because of their love the lord is always manifest to them whereas for the non devotees even if the lord personally comes before them the lord is covered for them because they are owls uluka uluka they are ulukas they are owls when the sun comes they they cannot bear the sun the non devotees against they just cannot bear anything about the lord you talk about the lord they get upset they get angry about it because they are owls when the sun is there they want to close their eyes when there is full darkness ah that is when their eyes will open and that's what, that's what they think is reality this darkness so they have very much a lot of faith in this material civilization but they have no faith in krishna these are owls the santas being always in a compact of love with the supreme personality of godhead govinda or mukunda or krishna cannot accept anything without first offering it to the supreme person so this is from the purport of 313 go back yeah so now <laughs> even the greatest manifestation we can conceive the sky also has limitations the sky is like infinite right it's spreading everywhere but still it is limited is within the shell of this universe that is our greatest oh sky is the biggest and like everything is within the sky all the stars sun everything is within the sky the sky is like the biggest that is space so even that has its limitations from the authentic scriptures however it is evident that beyond the sky is a covering of seven layers each 10 times thicker than the one preceding it the covering layers are vast but with but with or without coverings space is limited our power to think about space and time is also limited time is eternal we may imagine billions and trillions of years but that will still be an inadequate estimate of the extent of time our imperfect senses therefore cannot think of the greatness of the supreme personality of godhead nor can we bring him within the limitations of time or our thinking power his position is according, accordingly described by the word ullanghita he is transcendental to space time and thought although he appears within them he exists transcendentally even when the lord's transcendental existence is disguised by space time and thought 
However, pure devotees of the Supreme Lord can see Him in His personal features beyond space, time and thought. You see how pure devotees see Him. They see Him beyond. They see Him in His personal features beyond space, time and thought. That means they are not just thinking of Him and they are actually seeing Him. No. In other words, even though the Lord is not visible to the eyes of ordinary men, those who are beyond the covering layers because of their transcendental devotional service can still see Him. The sun may appear covered by a cloud, but actually it is the it is the eyes of the tiny people below the cloud that are covered, not the sun. So, we have given this example. When the sun is covered by clouds, actually, the sun is never covered by clouds, but it covers our eyes. Because... Although the clouds may be, you know, extending the entire sky, according to our vision, they are actually only covering a small portion of the earth and our vision. The sun, which is far away from the earth and it's so much more bigger than the earth, is not even possible to be covered by the entire earth. When the entire earth goes near the sun, it disappears. It is so small compared to the sun. Millions of earths put together will... You know, it's the size of the sun. So, how is it possible that a cloud which is smaller, much, much smaller than the earth, cover the entire sun? It will never. But it covers our vision of the sun. Like, <clears throat> for example, when the sun is shining, if we put our hand and, you know, if I block the rays of the sun, I cannot see the sun. I, I covered the sun with my hand. But did I? No. I covered my eyes from seeing the sun. Like the owl. The owl, eyelids, cover the eyes of the owl. It did not cover the sun, cover its own eyes. So, like that, Maya is just covering our vision, our vision. But, the Lord is never covered by Maya. So, the, the devotees always see the Lord beyond the covering. Beyond the covering. Like, when you are in the plane, aeroplane, when you are above the clouds, you will always see the sun. You will never... No clouds actually will stop uh, you from seeing the sun. In the lower altitudes, yes. Lower altitudes, there are still clouds. But when you reach such a high altitude of like 10 kilometers above the ground, <clears throat> there are almost no clouds there. And there you can see the sun all the time. Whether the people on the ground see the sun or not, you will be able to see the sun. So similarly, a devotee's consciousness which is so exalted, uh, he can always see the Lord. Beyond the coverings of space, time and thought. The sun may appear covered by a cloud, but actually it is, it is the eyes of the tiny people below the cloud that are covered, not the sun. If those tiny people rose above the cloud in an airplane, they could, see the, they could then see the sunshine and the sun without impediment. Similarly, although the covering of Maya is very strong, Lord Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, Devi Hesha Gunamayi Mama Maya Duratyaya Mame Vaye Prapadyante Mayame Tam Tarantite this divine energy of mind consisting of the three modes of material nature is difficult to overcome. But those who have surrendered unto me can easily cross beyond it. To surpass the influence of the illusory energy is very difficult, but those who are determined to catch hold of the lotus feet of the Lord are freed from the clutches of Maya. Therefore, pure devotees can understand the Supreme Personality of Godhead. But demons, because of their miscreant behavior, cannot understand the Lord in spite of seeing the many revealed scriptures and the uncommon activities of the Lord. Nothing will convince them of the Lord. Asura Swabhave Krishna Kabhunahi Jane Lukaite Nare Krishna Bhaktajana Sthane. You see? 
those whose nature is demoniac cannot know Krishna at any time, but he cannot hide himself from his pure devotees. <laughs> even if Krishna shows himself in front of the demoniac, they cannot know him at any time. But even if he wants to hide himself from his devotees, he cannot hide himself from his pure devotees. So people who develop the nature of asuras like Ravana and Hiranyakashipu can never know Krishna, the personality of Godhead, by challenging the authority of Godhead. But Sri Krishna cannot hide himself from his pure devotees. So that's why we have to hear from such pure devotees because the method left by them, Krishna will accept and he will accept us. So we saw this many times. 10.2.31 of Srimad Bhagavatam Swayam samuttirya sudustaram dyuman bhavar navam bhima madabhra sauhridah bhavat padam matrate O Lord who resemble the shining sun, you are always ready to fulfill the desire of your devotee and therefore you are known as a desire tree, Vanchakalpataru. When Acharyas completely take shelter under your lotus feet in order to cross the fierce ocean of nations, they leave behind on earth the method by which they cross and because you are very merciful to your other devotees, you accept this method to help them. So by the mercy of devotees like Arjuna and Srila Prabhupada, who are on that level of pure devotion, when they leave the method for us to catch hold of, then when we catch hold of such method, then the Lord will help us by accepting the method left by those Acharyas. And and, and, in, and thus, we can actually receive the mercy of Krishna through the mercy of such exalted Vaishnavas. Therefore, he also says in the 9463, Shri Bhagavan Vacha Aham Bhakta Paradhino Hi Asvatantra Ivadvija Sadhu Bhirgrasta Hridayo Bhaktair Bhakta Jana Priyaha. See? The Supreme Personality of God had said to the Brahmana, I am completely under the control of my devotees. <laughs> now, if he is under the control of the devotees, why the devotees cannot know him? Of course they can know him. Just like a mother will know her child very well. So, just like Yashoda, she could tie Krishna up. So, just like that, the child is always under the control of the mother. So, the mother knows the nature of the child very well. Although other people may say, oh, he's a good boy, he's a good boy. She knows how much naughtiness he has and how, how you know naughty he is. So, <laughs> they cannot hide. He, she knows everything about the child. The good, the bad, the ugly, everything. <laughs> So, of course, Krishna doesn't have any bad or ugly, but he's, steal, he's seeming stealing and all these you know, seemingly bad things, bad habits, but are actually greatest blessings when he does those things. So, that's another subject. But, the devotees, he's saying, I'm completely under the control of my devotees. And that means, they completely know Krishna. Even if he doesn't, a child does not need to explain himself to the mother. The mother understands the child. Similarly, the devotees can understand Krishna. Indeed, I am not at all independent. Because my devotees are completely devoid of material desires, I sit only within the cause of their hearts. What to speak of my devotee? Even those who are devotees of my devotee are very dear to me. This is how we become dear to Krishna. By serving a devotee who is dear to Krishna. Then we become dear to Krishna. If you want to directly serve Krishna, you know, in competition with the other devotees, no, no, I, my service is better, and then Krishna will never accept. That's what he says in the, um, I think, 11.28 of Madhya Leela. 
Yeah. This is from the Adi Puran, quoted in the Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhilila 11.28. Ye me bhakta janaha partha name bhakta shate janaha mad bhakta namcha ye bhakta te me bhakta tamamata. Lord Krishna told Arjuna, those who are my direct devotees are actually not my devotees. But those who are the devotees of my servant are factually my devotees. So indeed that is the only way we can actually go to Krishna. We cannot go to Krishna otherwise. Like we have shown the other example the other day. Devar shirme priyatamo yadi maudhanadatmajao tattathasadha yishyami yadgitam tanmahatmana Krishna as a baby he, you know, he... Uh, pulled down the Yamalarjuna trees who were Nalakuvara and Manigri were the sons of Kuvera. But he did that because of his attraction or attachment to Narada who spoke that those words to um, the two brothers. Because they were cursed by him to become trees because they were standing naked in front of him and enjoying with girls. And when Narada Muni passed by uh, the lake, they were all playing in the water naked the two brothers and with so many women. And when the women saw Narad Muni, they immediately hid themselves and covered themselves. But um, these two brothers being drunk, they did not. They were just, you know, like, you know, there. And Narad Muni cursed them. Oh, you want to stand naked like this without any shame? Don't even have the decency, you know, when the sadhu is passing by? Oh, all right, because you love to stand as uh, naked, so you stand naked as trees for thousands of years. So then they then they came out of their intoxication, everything sh- shaken. Then they fell down at the feet of Narad Muni and you know uh, said, "Please forgive me, forgive us." You know. Then he he said, "All right, the the curse will still stay. You will become trees, but you will be the trees in the house of Nanda Maharaj, where I mean Nanda Maharaj will of course come in the future. It that place will be the house of Nanda Maharaj. After standing for thousands of years, you will be." Uh, you will have the chance of witnessing the Lord's pastimes in the courtyard of Nanda Maharaj and you will be delivered by the Lord himself. And Krishna is thinking of those words of Narada many thousands of years back when he spoke that. So just about to, you know, fell those trees and he thought of this. Although these two young men are the sons of the very rich Kuvera and I have nothing to do with them. Devarshi Narada is my very dear and affectionate devotee and therefore because he wanted me to come face to face with them I must do so for their deliverance. So this is how Krishna saves us through the mercy of his devotees. So that's why we have to become a devotee in order to understand Bhagavad Gita. We have to and we can only become devotee if we take shelter of another devotee. Who is Who has taken shelter of Krishna? Even though we may be very big sinner, if we take a shelter of devotee or who has taken shelter of Krishna exclusively, then we will become purified as well. That is explained in this verse 2.4 or 18. Kirata pulkasha abhi rashumbha yavana khasadayaha Kiratas, Hunas, Andhras, Pulindas, Pulkashas, Abhiras, Shumbhas, Yavanas, members of the Khasa races and even others addicted to sinful acts can be purified 
by taking shelter of the devotees of the Lord, due to His being the supreme power, I beg to offer my respectful obeisances unto Him. So these are the classes of human beings below Shudras. Their culture is very low and they are not to the standard of human civilization yet, Vedic civilization. So even though, how much ever they may be a sinner, but if they take shelter of devotees, Yadapashraya Ashraya, if you see the Sanskrit, so if they take ashraya of a person who has taken ashraya of Krishna, Shuddhantitasmai, he will become purified. So therefore, we have to hear from such devotees. So that is the topic for today's class. So we will end it here. <coughs> Any questions or comments? We will try to take them now. There are some verses that are quoted here also. Very kind comment by Ajamal Prabhu. He is saying, let's put the comment here. He says, very nice, when you explain a class, it is very easy to understand and anyone is listening, it is very easy to understand. You put the message out, very nice and easy to understand. All the best and Krishna will continue to bless you to carry out his mission. I, my respectful obeisances to you. It's not me, um, it's just Prabhupada's mercy and, you know, your eagerness. That's how we are able to speak, you know. <laughs> Otherwise, what we will speak if there is no audience, right? Alright, so first question by Bhaktavirendra. Just as previous Acharyas who were also reformers and saints such as Madhvacharya, Ramanujacharya, Lord Chaitanya, Six Goswamis of Vrindavan, is Srila Prabhupada modern day Acharya, reformer and saint? Of course. Are you even asking this question? <laughs> of course. I mean, he has fulfilled their mission in fact. They wrote so many books and you know they excavated the holy places of pilgrimage the six goswamis especially they did all these things and they laid the foundations and Prabhupada went out all over the world and spread the message of those books and brought them all to that holy places which were excavated by the six goswamis and instilled the faith in thousands and thousands of devotees of krishna so yeah of course it's all it's the whole thing is a mission in the making now over the I don't know how many years. Next question by Vishnu Teja Prabhu from America. Prabhu, was there a time when there was only the spiritual world? Yeah. There is always that time because because there will be a dissolution. <clears throat> every, every time when um, Lord Mahavishnu inhales, all the universes come into him and everything is destroyed. At that time, only the spiritual world is remaining. That's exactly what he says here. Um, you see this? 2.9.33 of Srimad Bhagavatam. This is actually part of the Chaturshloki Bhagavatam, which is the Bhagavatam condensed in four verses. So, he says, Ahameva samevagre nanyad yat sadasad param 
ஆஸ்மியன் that which you see now is also i the personality of godhead and after annihilation what remains will also be i the personality of godhead and when he says when he says i he is not not just alone as mahavishnu yes he is alone in this material world and you know, in the in the karana ocean but then his spiritual world is always existing that's what he said in the bhagavad gita right 8.20 when he says i he is not alone he is with full opulences name form uh, pastimes entourage paraphernalia everything so here in 8.20 parastasmatu bhavonyo vyakto vyaktat sanatanah yasa sarveshu bhuteshu nashyatsu navinashyati yet there is another unmanifest nature which is eternal and is transcendental to this manifested and unmanifested matter it is supreme and is never annihilated when all in this world is annihilated that part remains as it is so the spiritual world which is the unmanifest nature exists beyond the manifested and unmanifested matter so manifested matter is when the creation is there and when creation is bhutva bhutva pralyate and repeatedly there is creation and destruction in the universe um the universe is created and then it is destroyed again they are created again they are destroyed like that as he exhales and inhales so when everything is withdrawn that's when the spiritual world and the lord they remain at that time by the way um those people who are actually still materially contaminated which are millions and trillions and trillions and trillions upon trillions souls they are just merged in the body of mahavishnu and wait for the next creation to happen when there's an expiration they enter into that universe many universes and they enter into all of them and enter into different planets according to their desires according to their karma like that they are just waiting they are suspended their existence is suspended they just suspended till the next creation next uh, question by bhakta virendra sometimes i forget what i have read in the past from bhagavad gita shrimad bhagavat puran since both are voluminous scriptures how to remember what i have read therefore i feel like reading them again and again yeah that's that's the best way you have to read them again and again and that's the that's the way you remember them and also it is good if you can take notes uh and revisit the notes and you know those those memory techniques that i sh- i showed you in the shloka learning course i think in the last video of the shloka learning course so you can um use some of those memory techniques like flash cards and you know and all these things and active recall spaced repetition these these things are proven methods to remember so we can use this to remember verses to remember things from the passages which i am working on as well um now previously whatever i remember now until now is is just because of just repeated hearing and reading by it was not very systematic very systematic because i did not put a very systematic effort to like take notes and study as if like for exams so if we 
approach the scriptures with that kind of the type of interest and um, you know and also it also depends on not just reading and studying and memorizing but also putting into practice and the realizations will come then the understanding will deepen the same thing you may read and we have deeper understandings of it so we have to uh, you know put all this into practice and then we will you know remember more but yes you know if you remember if you read them on and on just uh, we have experience of uh, i mean we have read about this that chaitanya mahaprabhu used to read the pastimes of prahlad maharaj and dhruv maharaj and such pastimes about the gopis hundreds of times now if you read 100 times prahlad maharaj pastime the narsimhadev leela how can you forget for example some verses some shlokas we will never forget dehinosmin yatha dehe kaumaram yovanam jara prabhupad used it so many times that even if you want to forget them you cannot you cannot forget so the just the, the the thing is we have to repeat it over and over again so that's why all those memory techniques that i showed is basically just getting yourself to repeat so the repetition of the the um, uh, knowledge is what will enable us to always remember them the more we share this knowledge the more we will learn ourselves in fact i can speak that for myself um ever since this lockdown happened and i i mean started giving these uh, sessions i mean these lectures here online so much i have learned myself because of revisiting these you know these words you know, it just became memory you know it's like burned into the memory so the best way is to repeat to speak to someone someone else about the things that you learned sharing this like that and yeah read regularly every day so that's the way and attending these classes here also we are seeing verses which are we are repeating you know and it will get into your subconsciousness you know okay this verse says this you know it will get into your, so that's the the reason why we show verses so that it's authoritative verses i mean words of the lord or the pure devotees and then you know there's no there's no speculation and you can also remember them by seeing them next question by bhaktin pooja is sacrifice uh, sacrifice or balidan practice right um because it is in the vedas yes it is right but for those people as i have already told you um for those people who are in the mode of ignorance who cannot stop eating meat for them once a month on amavasya day on the new moon on the dark moon night they have to kill only a goat if they really want to eat meat then they have to sacrifice a goat in front of mother kali and that kali temple should be outside the city it should be in outskirts near the forest areas so usually it's within the forest areas so it's first of all scary to even go there in the night on the dark moon night moreover and <laughs> there are ghosts also in near the area because wherever there is such, such un, uh, unclean work going on like bali and all this ghosts and all that linger around in fact when you offer the balidan to kali she doesn't eat it actually the ghostly associates of her they eat the thing so anyway this is the, this is there for those people who want to do that if they really want to eat meat they have to do this in that restriction so that they go in the night on the amavasya day to the kali temple sacrifice the goat and while killing the goat you have to kill it in one stroke not like you know like a saw you know like no in one stroke you know you know to behead the goat and before even he does that he has to say the definition of the word mamsa in sanskrit meat is called mamsa mamsa means mam means me saha means he referring to the animal 
So Maam Saha means now I am killing him. So he will have the right to kill me in the next life. So Maam Saha means my uh, condition will be the same as his now. So I will be the animal who will be chopped off next. So I am agreeing to these terms and conditions. You know, when you, you know, any software you download, you know, there's the terms and conditions and you have to tick the I agree. You know, we don't read the condition and just tick agree there. That that kind of thing. So, but here you have to know because you know you should know what you're getting into. So it's a huge risk that we're running because next life I will have to be that animal. I will have to become a goat and I will have to be killed. So after saying all this, one can kill and eat it. So that is balidan. So the whole idea why it is allowed is that it is to, you know, control first of all the people who want to eat meat. Don't eat every day, every single meal. Just eat once a month. So restrict it first. So the sinful activity is reduced to just once a month and that too while performing the action we are chanting all these you know uh, verses which you know um, explain the meaning of what, what I am doing oh I am um, inculcating you know terrible karma by doing this so by that so the person who is doing it will understand oh that means I should not do this you know why, why should I become the goat next time and I should be killed in the same I think better I don't do this so the idea is to make him stop so that's why it is allowed under restriction. Even sex life. Sex life is very contaminating if it is done freely. So, but the desire may be there for many people, you know, cannot be stopped. So, marriage. Marriage is a license for it. Because if there is no marriage, that's like animals, you know, mother, sister, daughter, it doesn't matter. You know, you can have like dogs and hogs, they can have sex with anyone. And then they can produce children. So, that kind of unrestricted sex is not good for human beings because human life is meant for a more higher purpose of realizing God. So therefore, even if one has the tendency, yes, okay, get married and you know have legitimate children and raise them in Krishna consciousness, be responsible and that will be spiritual. So in this way, these are sacrifices mentioned. So this is explained in this verse 11, 5, 11 of Srimad Bhagavatam. Loke vyavaya Mishamadya seva Nitya hijantor nahitatra chodana Vyavasthitiste shuvivaha yagna Suragrahaira sunivritrishta. In this material world, the conditioned soul is always inclined to sex, meat eating, and intoxication. Therefore, religious scriptures never actually encourage such activities. Although the scriptural injunctions provide for sex through sacred marriage, for meat eating through sacrificial offerings, and for intoxication through the acceptance of ritual cups of wine, such ceremonies are meant for the ult ultimate purpose of renunciation. You have to renounce this, these things. So that is the actual purpose. <coughs> Next question by Bhakta Virendra. In India, Vaishnavas are numerically more in strength than Shaivas and Shaktas. Vishnu or Krishna Dharmas are more in India than any other god? Well, I don't know. Not really. I don't see it like that at all. No, there are many people, in fact, who think every god is same. They may even worship Vishnu, thinking that he is the same as Lord Shiva or Durga or Ganesh like that. Vaishnavas, <coughs> who actually do understand, yes, of course, Vishnu worship is there very much in India, but not pure Vishnu worship. They also worship demigods and everything. I also went to Tirupati, but, you know, as a Hindu family, because we used to have demigods and all in the altar when I was a kid. So, those, those those are the kinds of... So, although they have, yes, the piety to go to Vishnu temples, but 
they don't have the knowledge the knowledge is being lost so that's why the percentage is very less in fact even in india shaktas are more shaktas are worshippers of durga and actually material energy even those who so called atheists they worship material energy they want money they want you know they exploit the resources of nature to become more happy that is all shakta they are all shaktas actually the materialists then there is a next question by bhakta virendra is time eternal since krishna who is a supreme controller says the time i am time is eternal yeah time is eternal but it has this limiting feature that you know it ends our existence but time doesn't finish with our existence we are allotted a small portion of that eternal time in our this body but that soul is always eternal and it is not limited by time at all our body is limited by time so because it the therefore time appears to be moving us it it moves us it pushes us because it pushes us towards death actually but in the spiritual world um the time does not have any control absolutely no control because the time there doesn't have the same feature of pushing feature the powerful feature that it has here there krishna has complete i mean here also krishna has complete control over time but there not even a second passes there is always present tense in the spiritual world in fact in other words the time moves according to their will krishna's will and according to devotees will they can change the movement of time like for example krishna had this raslila dance with the gopis for uh, for one night in this world so it only happened one night but in that one night he compressed one night of brahma which is 4.32 billion with a b years 4.32 billion years were compressed into one human night on this earth so the space time and thought as we have seen in that you know verse from stotra ratna by yamuna acharya that space time and thought is not confining krishna at all time for example in one night of human night which is just like maybe how many 6 8 hours maximum he compressed one night of brahma into that they danced krishna and the gopis danced for one night of brahma that long 4.32 billion years they danced but after the dance was over they were like what over finished that's all <laughs> so you know when you're happy time passes so quickly when you're sad or when you're in melancholy then time doesn't seem to pass but actually time passes in the same magnitude in the same thing but happiness so the the gopis were so happy that one night of brahma passed and forget about being tired or not they're not even tired and they said what over what that's it you know so how he compressed therefore he's beyond the limitations of time so he can do anything even even space for example how big is the mathura district the vrindavan it's limited right but in that krishna was tending cows which were unlimited numbers i'll show you um i think madhulila 21st chapter i think wait you see here eka eka gop this is chaitanya charitamrita madhulila 21st chapter verse 20 maybe we can go even further 
Ah, you see? You see this? You see this? Um, wait, <laughs> let's go to the verse previous to this and see. Okay, we'll read from here. Madhya 21.16 Sheha Rahu Vraje Jabe Krishna Avatar Tar Charitra Vicharite Manana Payapar. Apart from all argument, logic and negative or positive processes, when Lord Sri Krishna was present as the Supreme Personality of Godhead at Vrindavan, no one could find a limit to his potencies by studying his characteristics and activities. Prakrita Prakrita Shrishti Kaila Ekakshane Asesha Vaikuntha Janda Vaikuntha Vaikuntha Janda Svasvanathasane at Vrindavan, the Lord immediately created all material and spiritual planets in one moment. Material and spiritual planets in one moment in Vrindavan. Indeed, all of them were created with their predominating deities also. You see? Eimata anyatra nahi shuniye adbhuta jahar shravane chittahoy avadhuta We do not hear of such wonderful things anywhere else. Simply by one's hearing of those incidents, one's consciousness is agitated and cleansed. See? And of course, you can read the purports at your own convenience. We we'll go to the next one. Krishna Vatsar Asankhyatai Shukadeva Vani Krishna Sange Katagopa Sankhyanahi Jani. Very nice. According to Shukadeva Goswami, Krishna had unlimited calves and cowherd boys with him. No one could count their actual number. We, we saw paintings of Krishna with his cowherd boys and sitting around him and playing and eating together. We have about maybe 20, 30 boys there maximum, but actually nobody could count their numbers. It's impossible to even depict that in a painting. That's just a sample you know, of what was actually happening. Eka eka gopakare jevatsa charan koti arbuda shankha padma taharaganan. You see this. Each of the cowherd boys was tending calves to the extent of a koti, arbuda, shankha, and padma. That is the way of counting, you see in the purport now. According to Vedic mathematical calculations, the word, the following enumeration system is used. Units, tens, dasha, hundreds, shata, thousands, sahasra, ten thousands, ayuta, hundred thousands, laksha. Ten times laksha is niyuta, ten times niyuta is koti, ten times koti is arbuda, ten times arbuda is vrinda, ten times vrinda is kharva, ten times kharva is nikharva. 10 times Nikharva is Shankha, 10 times Shankha is Padma, and 10 times Padma is Sagara, 10 times Sagara is Antya, and 10 times Antya is Madhya, and 10 times Madhya is Paradha. Each time is 10 times greater than the previous one. Thus, all the cowherd boys who were companions of Krishna had many calves to take care of. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? Each of the cowherd boys, not just, oh, they had all, like, you know, trillions and millions of... Actually, this is more than trillions and gazillions of you know, cows here. <laughs> each of the cowherd boys, not there are first of all unlimited number of cowherd boys, and each of the cowherd boys was tending calves to the extent of a koti, arbuda, shankha, and padma. That is the way of counting. 
space, time and thought we are talking about. How unlimited Krishna is and how he fit that all in the Mathura district. These cows won't be even, the whole earth is not enough to fix, I mean to, to you know. Now sometimes that's why people don't have faith. Oh, how, how is it possible? Come on, you know. This is uh, some, uh, this is just um, what mythology. No, Krishna can do that. We don't have faith. You know, when that um, Brahman heard that uh, Krishna was, um, I mean, the Lord Vishnu was putting an elephant through the eye of a needle, he was uh, laughing, you know, what is this? Come on. You know, this is complete rubbish you're talking. Who can put an elephant through an eye of a needle? It's not even logical. What are you talking, Narada? He said like that. But when the cobbler heard it, oh, wow, how great is the Lord. You know, he put the elephant through the eye of the needle. Who, who else can do this? Then he gave the example of how this banyan tree that I'm sitting under, Oh, this banyan tree started with a small seed. But in that seed, this whole banyan tree was there. And using time as an ingredient, he manifested that whole tree from that small seed. And each, this tree has millions of seeds. And each of those seeds has potency for another tree, which has again millions of seeds, which has again potency for millions and millions of trees like that. From one seed, he's producing millions and millions of trees. So if he can put millions of trees through this one small seed, why can't he put an elephant through an eye of a needle? So he gave even the logic of it. So the devotees, they will always understand the Lord's pastimes or whether they understand or not, they have faith in the Lord. That is the real thing. But these people, atheists, they will never have faith. No matter what Krishna does, no what he what he says, they never they will never have faith. You see now. Vetra Venu Dala Shranga Vastra Alankar Gopaganir Jatatar Nahile Khapar. All the coward boys had unlimited calves. Not just Koti. Koti is a limited number. A crore. One crore. Which is like 10 million. No. Asankhya. Nobody could count each, each of the go, each of the cowherd boys' calves. And there are unlimited cowherd boys. How to count? Similarly, their canes, flutes, lotus flowers, horns, garments and ornaments were all unlimited. They cannot be limited by writing about them. This is the glory of Krishna. When they were all playing, you know, all the coward boys were playing with Krishna. You just imagine unlimited people playing. You know how blissful that is. That is spiritual world. <laughs> and with unlimited cows and playing and sometimes there's demons coming and then Krishna is killing the demons and then, you know, everybody is praising Krishna and then suddenly they will have again a fight, mock fight and then somebody will defeat Krishna. You know, it's just like full of bliss, you know. The cowherd boys then became four-handed Narayanas. Actually, this is when the Brahma Vimohan Leela was going on. Predominating deities of Vaikuntha planets. All the separate Brahmas from different universes began to offer their prayers unto the lords. See that? So, I mean, can't even imagine the extent of... That's why when we say he is not limited, Ullangita, we will see that verse again. <laughs> now we will really try to uh, I mean appreciate that verse because this one 389 of Stotra Ratna 13th verse Ullangita trividhasima samati shai sambhavanam tava parivradhim parivradhima sambhava svabhavam maya balena bhavatapi niguhyamanam pashyanti kechidanisham vadananya bhava O Lord, everything within this material nature is limited by time, space and thought. 
your characteristics however being unequal and unsurpassed are always transcendental to such limitations sometimes you sometimes cover such characteristics by your own energy but nevertheless your unalloyed devotees are always able to see you under all circumstances this is krishna next we have a quote from madhalila 2.29 of what use are the eyes of one who does not see the face of krishna 2.29 madhalila वंशी गानामृत धाम लावण्यामृत जन्मस्थान जेना देखे से चांडवदन चांडवदन से नयने किबा काज काज पडुक तार मुंडे वाज से नयन रहे नहीं रहे की कारण से नयन रहे की कारण ऑफ व्हाट यूज are the eyes of one who does not see the face of krishna which resembles the moon and is the birthplace of all beauty and reservoir of the nectarian nectarian songs of his flute oh let a thunderbolt strike his head why does he keep such eyes beautiful verse <clears throat> krishna says time i am yes he is time is a representation of him but he says also i am the shark among the fish that doesn't mean we worship sharks now no time is the most powerful representation of krishna in this material world but in the spiritual world time has no no control and space has no control just like those what we have seen the pastime of raslila the time has no control and the space also has no control unlimited number of curves he he showed that even when he in this material world also hmm. bhakta virendra next question just as jeevas under the are under the laws of karma similarly the supreme lord is under the control of his devotees devotion because he chooses his devotees to perform his pastimes uh, yes bhaktavatsal not just like the laws of karma laws of karma are different they are for the sinful people but the lord is under the control of devotion of the devotees bhaktena janya next question then will the digambaras become trees in next birth they are saying they are not considering body related thoughts so they don't need dress um as long as one is a not devotee yes <clears throat> because um shukadev goswami was a digambar he did not have any dress but narad muni was sitting there listening to his bhagavatam class you know when he was speaking to parikshit maharaj so in, in the consciousness of the person is the main thing because nalakovar and manigrave were you know in material consciousness and they were dancing with girls and all that naked so that is in the mode of passion but devotees like shukadev goswami they are way beyond and even the the four kumaras are fully naked but nobody chastises them for that because they are completely spiritual in their consciousness so it depends so but this uh, i mean what is that ora digambras so um, nowadays you will find those people in the aghoris and all this they no no they are they are not at all devotees such people yeah they may become trees and stones but uh, shukadev goswami is totally different level so this is another verse also quoted in the comments 111 33 it's a very nice verse 
She did not accept Krishna as the supreme personality of Godhead and all this. She just accepted her as her son. So, how much ever he may hide, she will find out Krishna. So, like that. So, they may or may not understand him, but they will know him very well. In fact, they cannot hide, he cannot hide from them. So, that much the devotees know. By the strength of their devotion, they know him. Jai Krishna Tattva Vitta, Shai Guru Hoi. How Gauru Kishwadas Babaji... You know, became such a great spiritual master because by dint of his devotion, he was so exalted that at one point he even corrected Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. That is Gaurgishwadas Babaji. So, you know, the <clears throat> when we say oh, they may or may not know exactly what I am, it is not. They are not interested to know. They are not interested in that knowledge of who he is, how he is a supreme personality. They just love him, and because of that love, if there is a need to explain, when they like Rupa Goswami, for example. He came as uh, Rupa, uh, Rupa, I mean, he was, he's actually Rupa Manjari in the spiritual world. He's one of the gopis, like assistant gopis. But when he came in here, in, into this world, such a great scholar, nobody can match Rupa Goswami. Nobody can match Jiva Goswami, Sanatana Goswami in their erudition. How did they become like that? Shukadeva Goswami was a parrot in the spiritual world. I mean, he's a parrot all the time. So, he came and spoke. So much knowledge that even the greatest of saints were coming down from all planets to come and listen to Shukadeva Goswami when he was speaking to Parikshit. So, if the Lord wants them, if the Lord if the Lord empowers them to preach, oh, they can preach like nobody else, you know. But uh, when they are in their pastime mood, and they are you know, <laughs> just like gopis, they just treat him as a beloved. But if they are sent down to preach here. <laughs> they will conquer the entire universe by their preaching. Bhakta Virendra question By serving spiritual master and getting initiated from him can be compared to serving Supreme Lord's devotees, devotee, Das and Das, by which Krishna gets satisfied by our devotion? Uh, yes, most certainly. <clears throat> Next question by Bhakta Venkatesh Devotees are dear to Krishna. Agreed. Sometimes he wants to do pastimes with them. Actually, in this material world, some people may scold a lot also. Is it because, like, he also wants to see how people scold him? Some of them, like that, people created? No, 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 no. The scolding of a devotee, like Mother Yashoda scolding Krishna, that is different totally from the non-devotee scolding. He does not create those people to, so that he wants to listen to their scolding. Come on. That's not correct. I know you are asking this for the clarification of everyone else. But, so the Lord is not interested in what they say or they do not say. He's not interested. He, they, we all have come here for our, because of our own misuse of our independence. And he always comes to rectify us. If he, if he wants to listen to our scolding, why does he come here and, you know, uh, preach so much about Krishna consciousness? I mean, in this world, like Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavatam. He just let us scold him only, you know. Why he comes to change us? Because he wants us changed actually. But we are the fools who always want to 
criticize him although he is been maintaining us we are completely ungrateful but now having come into krishna consciousness we are starting to becoming starting to become grateful towards the lord the rest are ungrateful people and therefore they are punished <coughs> so that's why a devotee wants to make everybody a devotee so that everybody becomes i mean comes out of his suffering and goes back to krishna um next question by bhakta virendra what about bakrid festival of muslims they are meat eaters so the religion permits them to kill animals like goats so even the sacrifice in any religion so is only allowed under specific circumstances actually i think what i've what i've heard is that they have to stand on a hot stone and you know chant so many mantras before they actually can kill nowadays in any religion whether it's you know hindu muslim christian or atheist or whatever the thing is if they really follow the codes of the religion they will advance but they don't care about the rules like even in hindu for example they are only supposed to kill uh, offer balidan to kali once a month on amavasya day but nowadays they have like prabhupada explained in kolkata there are so many not only kolkata now everywhere there are so many meat shops and then they will have this kali picture there and they will just keep on cutting animals only film was just cutting animals that's never allowed anywhere in any religion any scripture this is not allowed it's under extreme restrictions but people don't follow that's the problem even in our hindu religion where is the following the the thing is that only amavasya day and that too outside the city and only one not like slaughterhouse you maintain and then kill all the thing and then have a big meat industry that was never in the in the, in the vedas at all so we have to understand the real intentions behind these recommendations of the scripture as we have seen in that 11511 we have seen loke vyavayami samadhya seva nityahi jantor nahi tatra chodana vyavasthitistesu vivaha yagna suragrahirasu nivrittrishta in the material world the conditioned soul is always inclined to sex meat eating and intoxication therefore religious scriptures never actually encourage such activities although the scriptural injunctions provide through provide for sex through sacred marriage for meat eating through sacrificial offerings and for intoxication through the acceptance of ritual cups of wine such ceremonies are meant for the ultimate purpose of renunciation so ultimately they are meant for renunciation but they are allowed under certain regulations just like cigarette is allowed by the government but it is written there smoking is injurious to health and there is a in singapore especially they have the picture also the photo of some cancer some you know some disease how the, how it looks you know some throat cancer or some you know uh, what is that for women pregnancy women when the child dies dead child uh, stillbirth and you know this kind of horrible pictures they will put there and the price is also high on tobacco so the whole thing is to discourage you from smoking but if somebody is foolish enough to see all that and pay the high price and still wants to smoke you can do it at your own risk so that is the point so similarly the the vedas are recommending these things or any religious scripture would recommend these kinds of sacrifices to be performed at their own risk but ultimately for the purpose of renunciation next question time impact on krishna krishna as we have seen he has no impact on time has no impact on krishna this is i think nandakishor prabhu from india time has no impact on krishna but krishna con- completely controls time okay let's see since we're talking about time this is what happens in the spiritual world 
especially this line is what I want to show. Nimeshardhakyo va vrajatinahi yatrapi samaya. So these two verses are very nice actually from Brahma Samhita. Shriyah kantah kantah parama purushah kalpataravo Drumabhumish chintamani ganamaitoyam amritam Kathaganam natyam gamanam apivam shepriyasakhi Chidanandam jyotih paramapita daswadhyam apicha Sayatrakshirabdhih sravati surabhibhyascha sumahan Nimeshardhakyo vavrajati nahi yatrapi samaya Bhaje shvetadvipamta mahamiha golokam itiyam Vidantaste santahakshiti viralachara katipaye So here, the whole spiritual world is described. I worship the transcendental seat known as Shvetadvipa where all loving, whereas loving consorts, the Lakshmis in their unalloyed spiritual essence, practice the amorous service of the Supreme Lord Krishna as their only lover, where every tree is a transcendental purpose tree, where the soil is is the purpose gem, all water is nectar, every word is a song, every gate is a dance, the flute is the favorite attendant, effulgence is of is full of transcendental bliss and the supreme spiritual entities are all enjoyable and tasty where numberless milk cows always emit transcendental oceans of milk where there is eternal existence of transcendental time who is ever present and without past or future and hence is not subject to the quality of passing away even for the space of half a moment look at that there is eternal existence of transcendental time transcendental time it's not like material time who is ever present and without past or future, that means only present, and hence is not subject to the quality of passing away even for the space of half a moment. So, not even half a moment passes in the spiritual world. There is no time there, like in the material world. But there is time still. Ashtakaliya Lila is there. You know, because they they can manipulate the time as they want. You know, the devotees, the Krishna there, they can manipulate the time as they want. That realm is known as Goloka only to a very few self-realized souls in this world. So that's that. Next, what question is that? Krishna Smaranam Prabhu, can you complete the statement you were saying about the person who reading the scriptures and taking notes? What was I saying? Um, yeah, you... You can take notes, you can remember. I think I've answered that question, right? <clears throat> so, what was actually, what, what was about the person who reading the scriptures and taking notes? So yeah, the, he was, the question was like, how to remember them? So we have to take notes and revisit them and repeat them and hear again and again. And that's how you know, we, we can learn, we can remember these things. That's how we can remember. That's what I... I don't know if anything else is there. I already told this before. Then next... Question by Bhakti Janya. 
Is sex will incre increase illusion perception of sensory organs and will the perfect sensory perception lost? Since we are trying to purify our senses, is sex prohibiting the path of perfect sensory perception through service to Krishna? Service to Krishna is a self-purifying process, is it? I am asking because one of my teacher has, has an ex ability of extrasensory perception but after marriage he lost it. Before that marriage, he was able to count the number of handful of weeds thrown before him before all of it fall to the before all of it fall okay, to the ground he became very famous by his ability but he said after his marriage his ability reduced we are talking about what is that 711 uh, is that thing yeah <laughs> this is very easy to remember 711 I don't know if you know of this Australian uh, chain of convenience stores, 7-Eleven. They are famous here, Singapore, Malaysia and Australia and all that. So, they are a convenience store where when you go to the counter, uh, cash counter, you're going to pay there and then you will have all these condoms there. So, <laughs> that is actually illicit sex. But 7.11 of Bhagavad Gita, as you can see here, chapter 7, text 11, is the verse which talks about legitimate sex. So it's easy to remember that way. It's just a memory device. <laughs> so said here Balam Balavatam Chaham Kama Raga Vivarjitam Dharma Viruddho Bhuteshu Kamos Mibharatar Shabham. I am the uh, I am the strength of the strong, devoid of passion and desire. I am sex life which is not contrary to religious principles, O Lord of the Bharatas, Arjuna. So sex life which is not contrary to religious principles, that means within marriage and for procreation of good progeny, Krishna conscious progeny, that is that is proper use of sex life. So if one uses like that, there is nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. Um, just like Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, he was a Naishtik Brahmachari. But he said, if I can make all my children devotees, I would eagerly engage in sex hundreds of times. But I don't want to because I don't know whether in this Kali Yuga it is possible to make everybody a pure devotee. So basically the point is um, we should try to follow the not everybody can be a Brahmachari. So for those who are in the Grahastha Ashram yes they do it properly then everything they are as good as Brahmachari in fact. In fact they can produce the children who can become Brahmacharis in the future. So there is nothing wrong in producing just like uh, Rishabdev he was speaking, you know, in this this verse, you know, this verse. So many times we showed this. Five dot five dot eight. Pumsastriya mithuni bhava metam tayor mitho hrde granthi maho ato grahakshetra sutapta vitter janasam moho yamaham mameti. You know this, you know this translation. The attraction between male and female is the basic principle of material existence. On the basis of this misconception, which ties together the hearts of the male and female. One becomes attracted to his body, home, properties, children, relatives and wealth. In this way, one increases life's illusions and thinks in terms of I and mine. He spoke this to who, you know? To his 100 sons. 100 sons. And he is speaking like this. That, you know, this is complete illusion of family life. Then why did he have 100 sons? Nothing wrong. Because he produced those 100 sons and trained them all in spiritual life. That is good. So, there is nothing wrong in that. So, <clears throat> that should be understood in that way. Alright, so that's the end of the questions.
thank you very much for uh, joining in this session it has been a pleasure to have all of your association and you know what let me show you all of your kind mercy has manifested as this laptop so it's here not open yet just arrived before the class and thank you all for this donation and with this we would like to serve you in much better ways so thank you all for this kind help and your participation regular participation contribution and everything thank you all once more bhagavad gita ki jai shri shri prabhupad ki jai anand kori vaishnavrind ki jai nitai gaur premanande hari hari bol hare krishna thank you once again hare krishna